Hey guys and welcome or welcome back to Lost Worlds. Today we will be talking about Ted's murders like the people he murdered, the crimes he was accused of and all the official police stuff and shit like that which honestly I'm very excited for because this is all the gory like stuff. I love that shit. You guys know it. Um, yeah. So let's get started. Okay now a little side note. Um, I won't be discussing these crimes like I did in my last episode. I'm going to be discussing them in more of a fact, 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 fact. Like, okay, so like this is happened on this and like, you know, in more of like, I'm just going to be mentioning the dates, the what happened. The thing is, I'm going to be doing this because there's so much information here. This situation took place over so many years that I obviously need to discuss everything because everything is extremely important and I don't want to miss out anything. So I'll be discuss I'll be giving you guys the um the time, the year like the month, the year, the date possibly and telling you what happened. So yeah, let's get started. Okay, so Bundy's crimes officially started in February nineteen seventy-four. So Bundy abducted Linda Ann Healy. She was 21 years old and studied in the University District of Seattle, where the main campus of the University of Washington is located. Now, she was known in the community for giving the weekday ski report on the radio and he abducted and strangled her. Now, in March 1974, Bundy kidnapped and murdered Donna Gale Manson. She was 19 years old and she was a student at Evergreen State College in Olympia. But unfortunately, her body was never recovered. In April 1974, Bundy abducted and killed Susan Elaine Rancourt. She was 18 and a student at Central Washington University in Ellensburg. In May 1974, Bundy abducted Roberta Cathy Parks. She was 20 years old and from Oregon State University around 11 p.m. He claimed to have raped her and killed her at Taylor Mountain, more than 25 miles southeast of Seattle. June 1, 1974, Bundy abducted Brenda Carol Ball. She was 22 years old in the town of Berrien, south of Seattle. Her skull was later found at Taylor Mountain. Now, June 11, 1974, Bundy kidnapped and killed 18-year-old Georgina Hawkins from University District of Seattle. In an interview with King County Sheriff's Office Detective Robert Keppel, he claimed to have knocked her unconscious and strangled her. In July 1974, on a beautiful summer day at the popular lake Sammamish, Bundy abducted Janice Ann Ott, she was 23, and Denise Naslund, 19. Now, witness described a handsome young man who called himself Ted wearing a sling. Police were beginning to identify Bundy's strategy of luring women by wearing his arm in a sting and asking for help. In September of 1974, a grouse hunter discovered the remains of Ott, Naslund and Hawkins one mile east of an old railroad vessel just outside Issaquah, Washington. Now, according to Capel, the site was a multi-use environment for Bundy. October 18, 1974, Bundy abducted, raped and strangled Melissa Smith, she was 17, from Midvale, Utah. Her body was discovered just over a week later. October 31st, 
1974, Bundy kidnapped, raped and murdered Laura Ann Aim. She was 17 from Lake Utah. Her remains were found the Thanksgiving Day in a mountainous area. November 8, 1974, Bundy attempted to abduct Carol DeRange. She was 18 at the Fashion Place Mall in Murray, Utah. He posted as a police officer. At 10:15 p.m. that same day, Debra Jean Kent's father gave her the keys to the car to pick up her brothers from the roller skating rink. She unfortunately never got to her parents' car. She was 17. Bundy claimed in an interview with Salt Lake County Sheriff's Detective Dennis Couch that he left a body in a grave, but a body was never found. January of 1975, Bundy abducted Karen Ellen Campbell. She was 23 from the Wildwood in in Snowmass, Colorado. 23 days later, her body was discovered 3 miles from the inn with evidence of blows to her head. March 1, 1975. While Bundy was in Salt Lake City, Utah, the remains of Healy, Rancourt, Parks, and Ball were found on Taylor Mountain in Washington. Their skeletal remains showed that they suffered severe blunt force trauma. In March 15th of 1975, Bundy abducted and killed ski instructor Julie Cunningham. She was 26 from Vail, Colorado, but her body was never found. April of 1975, Bundy killed Denise Lynn. Oliverson she was 24 from Grand Junction Colorado Bunny said he left a body in the Colorado River but it was never discovered May 1975 Bundy killed and drowned Lynette Don Culver she was 12 yes guys she was 12 i'm sorry i'm just a little uncertain back to the programming <laughs> okay in a bathtub then later he discarded a body in the Snake River her remains have never been found In June 1975, Bundy kidnapped and killed Susan Curtis. She was 15 when she was attending the Bountiful Orchard Youth Conference at Brigham Young University. Bundy claimed he buried her near a highway, but her remains were never located. 16th August 1975, at 2:30 a.m., Bundy was arrested for the first time in Granger, Utah, after a chase by Highway Patrol officer Bob Hayward. The police found masks, gloves, rope, a crowbar and handcuffs in his car. He was released on bail the next day. Guys, I googled but I'm not able to find who bailed him out. If you guys can find it, please, please, please email me cuz I'm genuinely interested as a human. <laughs> okay. Now, moving on. October 1975, Bundy was identified in a lineup by Carol DeRange, who he tried to abduct in November of 1974. Bundy was arrested and charged with the aggravated kidnapping and attempted criminal assault of DeRange. He was held in Salt Lake County Jail. He indeed was convicted and received a 1 to 15 years jail sentence. In February of 1976, Bundy's trial began. He waived his right hand to a jury trial. On March 1st, he was found guilty of the aggravated kidnapping and was sentenced for minimum of 1 to maximum of 15 years in a Utah prison. In October 1976, Bundy was charged with the Campbell murder. And in January 1977, Bundy was moved to Aspen, Colorado to face the charges for the murder. In May 1977, Bundy pleaded not guilty to the Campbell murder. 
in June 1977, Bundy assisted in his own defense case. Now, he was allowed to access the Pitkin Jailhouse Law Library, from which he escaped from a second-story window of the library, which was 25 feet above from the ground. Now, he was captured five days later after spending that time in nearby mountains and back in Aspen. He went back into custody at a facility in Glenwood Springs, Colorado. On June 15, 1977, he was charged with escape, burglary, and felony theft. In December 1977, Bundy escaped from his jail cell through a light fixture opening in the ceiling. He dropped more than 30 pounds to fit in through the small opening. He stored books and other belongings on his bed under a blanket to appear as if he was sleeping in the bed. Authorities did not discover that Bundy had been missing for 15 hours, giving the serial killer a big head start. In January 1978, after flying to Chicago, then taking a train to Ann Arbor in Michigan, and then driving a stolen car to Atlanta, Bundy arrived in Tallahassee, Florida by bus. He signed a rental agreement at a building called The Oaks. Jan 15, 1978. At 3 a.m., Bundy entered the Chi Omega sorority house near Florida State University and killed Margaret Bowman and Lisa Levy. They were both beaten severely and strangled to death. Karen Ann Chandler and Kathy Cleaner survived severe injuries after Bundy bludgeoned them while they slept, but survived. Shortly after the Chiomega attacks, Bundy broke into the apartment of Cheryl Thomas, a student at FSU, and attacked her. Her housemates, who lived on the other side of the wall, Debbie Corelli and Nancy Young, heard the noise and called Thomas's apartment, but she didn't answer. Sicarelli and Young then called the police, though Bundy escaped before the authorities arrived. Thomas survived the attack. On February 9, 1978, Bundy kidnapped and murdered 12-year-old Kimberly Leach. She was a junior high student who disappeared in the middle of the school day. Leach was one of Bundy's youngest victims and it was his last murder. On February 10, 1978, the FBI posted a wanted sign for Bundy and put him under FBI's top 10 fugitive lists. Wanted sign said, Wanted by the FBI, Interstate Flight, Murder. Description, Born November 24, 1946, Burlington, Vermont. Not supported by birth records. Height, 5'11 to 6 feet. Weight, 145 to 175 pounds. Build, slender, athletic. Hair, dark brown, collar length. Eyes, blue. Complexion, pale, sallow. Race, white, nationality, American. Occupations, bellboy, busboy, cook's helper, dishwasher, janitor, law school student, office worker, political campaign worker, psychiatric social worker, salesman, security guard, scars and marks, mole on the neck, scar on scalp. Social security number used, 533444655. Remarks, occasionally stammers when upset has worn glasses, false moustache, and beard as is disguised in the past. Left-handed, can imitate British accent, reportedly physical fitness and health enthusiast. Criminal record, Bundy has been convicted of aggravated kidnapping. Caution, Bundy, a college-educated physical fitness enthusiast with a prior history of escape, is being sought as a prior prison escapee after being convicted of kidnapping and while awaiting trial involving a brutal sex slaying of a woman in a ski resort, he should be considered armed, dangerous, and an escape risk. Feb 15, 1978, 
at 1.34 a.m., David Lee with the Pensacola Police Department noticed a suspicious car loitering and driving erratically. The officer ran the plates and discovered the car was stolen. Bundy refused to give his name and resisted arrest. The officer was able to subdue Bundy after a struggle and arrested him. Now back at the police department, Bundy gave them a stolen ID. It said that he was a student at FSU and his name was Kenneth. Fortunately, on February 17, 1978, Bundy revealed his true identity to the police officer. On April 1978, Kimberly Leach's body was found near Suwannee River State Park. July 1978, Bundy was indicated for the murders of Margaret Bowman, Lisa Levy, and the attempted murders of Cheryl Thomas and Kathy Kleener and Karen Chandler. May of 1979, Bundy rejected a plea deal that would allow him to avoid the death penalty if he admitted to murdering Bowman, Levy and Leach. July 24, 1979, Bundy was found guilty for murdering Levy and Bowman and attempted murders of Kleener, Chandler and Thomas. One week later, he was sentenced to death for the murders. February 1980 Bundy was found guilty of Leach's kidnapping and murder and was sentenced to death. The same month, he married Karen Ann Boone. She was the mother of two and had dated him before his initial arrest in a courtroom during the penalty phase of his trial. He proposed and she accepted in the presence of the judge, making the marriage legitimate in Florida. The couple had met six years earlier when they both worked for the Department of Emergency Services in Olympia, Washington. Boone gave the birth to her daughter, Rose, in 1982 and she named Bundy as the father. Not much is known about Rose today. Boone eventually realized that Bundy was guilty of the crimes. She divorced him three years prior to his execution. This is according to Anne Rule's book, A Stranger Besides Me. It is noted that Boone stopped visiting Bundy during the last two years of his imprisonment. Recently, due to the famous app TikTok and its famous relative check, Ali Bragg alleged that she was related to the murderer in a series of clips where she refers to her grandfather and then she shows a series of photos that apparently feature her, Ted Bundy, his ex-wife Carol Ann Boone and their daughter Rose. Now, it would be quite miraculous for Ted Bundy's granddaughter to turn up and blow their family's cover, considering the fact that they've been off the radar for so long. And honestly, I'm not shocked that Ali admitted that this whole thing was a scam. She said, and I quote, The whole Ted Bundy video was a joke. I didn't expect it to blow up at all. It would be nice if everybody would just stop with this because Ted Bundy is not my grandfather. So thanks. She addressed this issue further in an Instagram post. She said, and I quote, Please read. Okay, I wanted to post this to make everything clear. No, I am not Ted Bundy's granddaughter. The whole TikTok was a joke. I really didn't expect it to blow up because I never got more than 12 likes on any of my posts. She then broke down all the reasons she couldn't actually be Ted Bundy's granddaughter. She wrote, My grandma is still alive and what I've heard online and what people have told me, Carolee, or however you spell her name, is dead and she lived in the UK while my grandmother lives in the United States. She added, if I was actually Ted Bundy's granddaughter, I would never have posted that at all. But I'm please asking y'all delete any posts about me or my family. I know that's a lot to ask for, but please, for me and my family's sake. But I do apologize because I know it's my fault and I should have not posted it in the first place. Don't worry, y'all. You don't have to shame me. 
half of it has already ruined me and i do see the wrong in posting the video even as a joke ted bundy was a bad man i shouldn't have even made the video in the first place but at the time i was not thinking about it i am sorry if i did offend anyone thanks y'all way back in july 1986 after the florida governor bob graham signed the two death warrants for the chio mega case the 11th circuit court signed a permanent stay of execution 15 minutes before bundy was scheduled to be executed on jan 17th 1989 governor bob martinez signed the second death warrant in the leech case jan 21st 1989 over the next several days bundy confessed to various law enforcement agents bundy told fbi special agent bill hagmeyer that he had killed 30 people in california oregon washington idaho utah colorado and florida between 1973 and 1978 finally on jan 24th 1989 around 7 am bundy was strapped into the electric chair and he was pronounced dead last year for bundy's 30th death anniversary the alcatraz east museum opened a wing for ted which contains everything from an evidence bag to his volkswagen oh and we can't forget that people actually threw parties yes parties is celebrated bundy's death now i want your opinion on this but my question is the people who celebrated bundy's death doesn't that fact make them monsters as well i mean i definitely agree i 10000% agree that bundy did horrendous inhuman monstrous crimes but regardless of that these people were celebrating a fellow human's death in my opinion i don't think so that gives people the right to celebrate someone's death i mean yeah like it wasn't like that he wasn't found guilty and he was set free but then later on he was found guilty and then killed cuz honestly there are many cases like that but it wasn't like that he confessed he himself confessed oh like he was like oh yeah ts i murdered like around 30 people in like 5 years so yeah just a side note i don't know i don't know i just found this extremely unsettling i don't know i just genuinely wanted to share this maybe even debate this but honestly i want your opinion too i need to know okay now why do i think that bundy started killing honestly I think it's because of his relationship with Diane Edwards. Well, I think that because as I mentioned earlier and well he mentioned earlier, but I talked about it earlier that he was extremely devastated. He was extremely hurt by the fact that they broke up. And earlier after that, later, not earlier, later, um he completely reformed himself. Like he was a whole new person because earlier he was anxious shy etc etc and then earlier he like earlier why am i saying earlier for god's sake later he was all like confident and he was just like very you know um yeah like and like regardless of the fact that like and he also but we can't forget the fact that he tried to rekindle the relationship like disregarding the fact that well he wanted to do it for revenge but still and his later victims did look like his college girlfriend the 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 fact that they were like um in college they were students and the fact that they had long dark hair uh 
I feel like he did it to feel more in control and more like yeah like I can do this shit like you know instead of being you know I don't know instead of it being a fantasy for him in a way yeah oh god i forgot to mention this i had i okay so this was i believe a buzzfeed interview so apparently look i'm not sure if this happened it's from a buzzfeed interview again he left a girl he left a girl apparently he was stalking her like when she was in high school and he offered her a car ride but luckily she had cut her hair short and that's what saved her apparently and bundy was like oh yeah i was about to kill you but like um i'm not going to because you cut your hair be careful and don't like take right from strangers and he apparently safely dropped he did shit to her which i find so interesting now why do you think he did that because the girl wait i have so many questions because of this because the girl could have told him oh yeah uh, police yeah there's this guy who wanted to kill me but he didn't i don't know what's happening you might want to check that out because of the recent murders that are happening yeah just in case just in case i mean why did she not tell the police maybe she did i don't know but theories guys please we need theories here okay <laughs> last question for me for myself why did ali brag make the video i genuinely think that she just made it to become famous because well she was apparently related to ted bundy hello i i love i love ted bundy that sounds so fucked up no he i'm just so fascinated by him because he wanted to be a lawyer he fought like his own case so you know i don't know i'm just extremely fascinated by him and charles manson these like i just if i could interview any two serial killers i would honestly interview them um but yeah so i can't neglect the fact that he was one of the most he is one of the most well known serial killers like legit if you google serial killers these names will show up jack the ripper jeffrey dahmer harold shipman john wayne jc H. H. Holmes, Pedro Lopez, and Ted Bundy. That was the story of Ted Bundy. Thank you so much for listening to me talk about him. And if you want to contact me, you can email me at lastwordspodcastbynavya at the rate of gmail dot com. That is lastwordspodcastbynavya at the rate of gmail dot com. This email is in the description as well. and yeah thanks for listening to me bye guys hey guys again we can't forget this is not possible this podcast is not possible without me just being like oh yeah hi guys after i said bye i mean this is me we are talking about um but one little fact about me i'm an overthinker i overthink everything and that means i was obviously overthinking the first episode in the first episode honestly the last time i freaked out i just kept looking down i just stared when you asked me what i'm thinking about felt like i couldn't breathe you asked what's wrong with me my personality said oh she's just being mildly okay sorry um it is true the last time i did freak out and 
yeah i was very awkward i listened to the first episode i was extremely awkward i know that and i actually tried to delete the first episode but i don't know i don't know i just i just really wanted to mention that i was very extremely awkward in the first episode i hope i'm doing better yeah that's that, that's it that's it okay bye guys thank you for listening to me bye